Welcome to episode 25 of Stage Worthy. I'm your host, Phil Rickaby, and this is a quick reminder that my play, The Commandment, will premiere this July at the Hamilton Fringe Festival in Hamilton, Ontario. If you're in the area, I hope you'll come by and see my show or any of the great shows at the Fringe. You can buy tickets at hamiltonfringe.ca, and you can find out more about my play at thecommandment.ca. On Stageworthy, I interview people who make theater, actors, directors, playwrights, and more, and talk to them about everything from why they chose the theater to their work process and anything in between. My guests on this episode are Aisha Mansur gonzalez Greta Papagiorgio, and Brittany Philip Gibson from the Full Circle Theater Scenes from the Plays I Never Wrote, which is part of the 2016 Toronto Fringe Festival. You can find Stageworthy on Facebook and Twitter at StageworthyPod, and you can find the website at stageworthypodcast.com. If you like what you hear, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or Google Music or whatever podcast app you use, and consider leaving a comment or rating. Hi, I'm Greta Papagiorgio. I'm directing this show. I am Aisha Mansour Gonzalez, and I am acting in the show. And I am Brittany Felix Gibson, and I am acting in the show and producing it. Awesome. Speaking of the show, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about what the show is. It says goodbye to that, all that. Goodbye to all that. And I actually wrote it as well, along oh, okay. with directing it. So no, you it's know. Not. Oh my God, no! It seems. <laughs> oh my God. I'm directing two shows, okay. and right now... <laughs> I'm Hence why she's very confused right now. Yeah, that's, that's I'm, I'm uh, barely keeping it together at this point. She's doing a great job. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Oh, my gosh. That's really embarrassing. <laughs> so this show that we're talking about yeah. is called... Scenes from Plays I Never Wrote, okay. which I actually wrote... Not the other one. The other one. The other one is called Goodbye to All That. And my partner wrote that one. Can you tell me about what the show is about? This show? Yes. This show, yes. The, this show, yes. the show that you have your cast in right here. Yeah. I said I only know about one, one show. show. Yeah, okay. so, show yeah, it's fine. It's called, yes. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about the other show a little further in. Yes. Um, it's called, yes, uh, <laughs> Scenes from Plays That I Never Wrote. And it's about a writer who confronts her creative unconscious. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wakes up in a bardo state and discovers that she needs to finish a play because she has been writing her whole life and never completed a play. And that's what the play is about. Okay. Interesting. And, and who, do, who, do, who do your actors play? Uh, well, Brittany plays Catherine, the writer. And Aisha plays Juice, the creative unconscious. The so-called creative yeah, unconscious. Yes, yes. Say. I don't know. Do I give away the ending? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Okay, yeah. Let's not give away yeah, the ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, please. Because come, come to the show because it's very going to be exciting. It's going to be great. Actually, right. I'm, I'm, I'm super thrilled about this script because it's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time and I have... Great roles for women, I think. My litmus test is, is this a role that I would want to play? Because I started out as an actor. And um, and every one of these roles is one that I want to play. So I'm like, I think this is going to be fun. <laughs> yes. What, I mean, as a writer, facing you know, writing a play about a playwright mm-hmm. who's having, you know, has never finished a play. Was there any uh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, stuff in there? Absolutely. That- actually, a number of these scenes are actually from plays mm-hmm. that I started and never completed. That's <laughs> <laughs> the title. I should say, like, I should say, uh, producer Brittany should 
should say that, like, as part of Greta's creative process, I feel like we had the title long before we had much else. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. As an idea, yeah. as sort of a jumping off point, yeah. uh, when we got into the fringe in the first place, was sort of like, okay, so we won the lottery. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now what do we do? Did yeah. you have a show when, did you have, what did you have when you entered the lottery? A beer. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, a beer. Actually, <laughs> okay. I, wasn't, I wasn't even in town. Yeah, everybody has a beer when you enter the lottery. But when you, when you, yeah, when no, you put the, in the lottery. This had been an have? idea in my head that I should just use all the scenes from the place that I never wrote, but I hadn't written it yet. Mm. And so that happened fairly quickly, I think. Yeah, yeah, did you, you know? enter with that title? We yeah. entered with nothing. Like, yeah. I don't think we had had a conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We hadn't had this conversation until like maybe just before the lottery happened, but at yeah. that point we were already in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So. So that was exciting. Yeah. yeah. No, it is exciting. I mean, it's kind of, what's great about it is that it provides a deadline. Yeah. And so, yeah. for better or for worse, you right? Know, the right. Deadline. The, the deadline is a little bit kinder than it used to be, because I can remember when the Fringe Lottery was in February. Oh. Which was like, all right, yeah, now, that's now tight. you got to yeah. come with a show. That's really yeah, tight. Yeah, it is yeah. really tight. November is a little nicer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. To, totally. Except that then you totally think to yourself, like, I've got all the time. time. <laughs> yeah. Of course you do, but you don't. Yeah. No. You don't. There but are, I think that that part of think the, the part where you think you have a lot of time is part of the process of, like, it, even though you may not get that, get any work yeah. done in that, in those months that you think, oh, we've got lots of time, you need the, that time <laughs> to think that, you know what I mean? Yeah, to think and, and consider. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. It's there. It's marinating. It's, yeah. you know, stuff's yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did, was everybody involved at that time that you submitted, or did you did you only know that uh, producer Brittany and uh, writer director Gerda were going to? Uh, uh, at the, at the time, there that was all that was on the list. But I, when I had to sit down and write, mm-hmm. I'm in the very fortunate position because I'm a teacher. I teach Meisner technique and. As I started writing these things, like actors definitely came into my head, mm-hmm. and I I feel that I started to write for them. So that was I, I also we ran into each other yeah. at a at a photography exhibit that I yeah. was in, uh, not the photographer. I was in one of the photos, yeah. <laughs> and um, and Greta and Hugh, yeah. who was there, uh, Greta's partner, and and they were telling me how they just it was just like after yeah, you yeah. won, you got in the lottery. Like, oh, well, now we have to. And they were kind of like, oh boy, you know, yeah. she And I looked at them and I said, well, if you need any actors, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. as one does. Yeah. As one does. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I mean, I know Greta well enough to say that to her. So yeah, I was true. like, you know, and I was like, no pressure, yeah, yeah. you know, if it doesn't fit as good, but hey, you know. I'm open if it happens to be a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was totally a seed that was planted. So there yes! we go. That worked out. <laughs> See, the, there goes actors. Yeah. You know, just you put it out there. You got to yeah. put it out there all the time. You yeah. never know. Yeah. And you could be in a fringe show too. <laughs> 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 what's, funny, what's funny is that it's actually very true. It's one of those things that I'm learning yeah. during the podcast, and it's one of the things I'm learning producing my own show. Is that if you don't put it out there, yeah. it's not going to happen. That's it. So it's, well, it's good to do. I think it's very interesting that you're bringing that up because that's basically what the show is about. Yeah. Any yeah. Anybody, not just artists. I mean, I yeah. think, you know, we're specifically dealing with, you know, artists. We're mm. kind of focusing on that. But I think that any person, you know, can relate to what the subject matter of the show because yeah. we all know what that's like to have something that we are not finishing or something that we want to do that we're not doing or, you know, there's always, and there's those, you know, voices in your head telling you all kinds of things and distracting you and all this business that we, every person knows what that feels like. So I think that that's what's so great about this show is that everybody's going to relate. Like people are going to come to the show and it would be, I would imagine it would be weird if someone did it. Yeah. You know, they are lying. Yeah. <laughs> but the, and that was sort of the reason that we entered the fringe in the first place, even before there was a show, was the idea of just doing something. Yeah, that we, yeah. There, we wanted to yeah. do something, and you have to put it out there. Yep. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, just to take a second, can we talk a little bit about uh, everybody's uh, theater background? Like, why? Not just like where did you go to school or if you went to school, but I'm curious about. Um, 
why you chose the theater or what your earliest experiences of the theater were, that sort of thing. That's what I really want to know okay. about. <laughs> you got to uh, yeah. call out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We might look young, but... <laughs> I know, me and Greta, yeah. You tell by our laughs. The years, the years. Um, I'll start, because I've got lots to say. Um, so I actually uh, started as a dancer, and as a professional dancer first, um, and but I always kind of dabbled in acting, and but grew up on the stage, very much so, uh, all my life, as a dancer. Um, I did a couple of plays just because, like, my friends asked me to be in them, and I hadn't really trained as an actor but they were like hey like why and I ha- and I liked it and I kind of had a knack and I, I was enjoying it but then you know dancing was my thing whatever I had to quit for all, I'm not gonna get into that um, and then I went to film school and after I finished film school because uh, I wanted to be a director I finished film school and my faculty was like no you know you should really be an actor <laughs> so, so and then funnily enough one of my ballet teachers way back when also told me that so I don't know why it took me so long to kind of listen to them but um Finally, after that, I was like, okay, you know what, let me try. And I, and I um, took a bunch of studio classes. I never actually went to theater school, mm-hmm. which is a funny thing. I think that people who have gone to theater school, I'm generalizing, of course, I'm sure there's lots of lovely people out there that don't think this way. Um, <laughs> but I have found that breaking into theater, the theater world, not having a theater degree mm-hmm. is challenging. Um, so any theater that I've personally done, it's been very few. One show was a show that I wrote myself. Um, and I, and it's sad because I love to be on stage. It's actually where I am the most vibrant, I feel. Um, but I tend to do more film and TV. So Greta, when Greta asked me to do the show and then I read it, I was like, oh my God, thank you to all the gods and goddesses because I never get these opportunities, um, number one. And number two, a role like this, I very seldom get an opportunity to even audition for something like this, even if it's on TV or something. Um, so... I don't know if I guess that answers your question, but that's like my history in a brief, brief uh, thing. Because <laughs> um, it, it sounds like you initially, when you, when you made the transition from, from dancer to director, dancer to film director to actor, that you are primarily, you were thinking about film. Yes, and I still do. Like, I do a lot of yeah. things. Um, I, you know, I'm an actor, obviously, but I write as mm-hmm. well, and I do film. I do, like, dance on film stuff. Mm-hmm. I have a youth group. I also am writing my own web series. I've written, like, my own play, as I mentioned earlier. Um, so I'm kind of, like, I, I do all... I use all of the tools that I have mm-hmm. to make work because that's what I want to do and that's how I like to live my life. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what else I would do if I didn't do all of those things. Yeah. Um, and I think I finally... I think being a person that has a multitude of things that they do, we're not raised in this society or in the world, really, to... Do many things. I think it's changing now. I think younger people now, it's better to be that way. Yeah. But when I was younger, it wasn't. It was like, yeah. pick something, pick something, pick something. Yeah. And then over the years of me trying really hard to pick something, I ended up picking a bunch of different things just yeah. one at a time. And then now here I am, and I'm like, oh, it all makes sense now. And I can use all these things in conjunction. And it's so cool, you know. Mm-hmm. It's really, really cool. What's really interesting is that I went to theater school mm-hmm. at a time long, long ago. <laughs> um, I graduated in 1993, mm-hmm. and at the time, nobody was talking about self-producing. Yeah. At the time, yeah. it was all about go to school, get the, yeah. or, or go, go to the audition, get the audition, talk to your agent, mm-hmm. get the next mm-hmm. audition. Like, it was mm-hmm. just about, just about like working for somebody else. Oh, yeah. There was never any talk about yeah. yep. self-producing. It was a footnote in our business of acting class that there was this thing called fringe. Yeah. But I find that now, oh, Mm-hmm. It's important. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so important yeah. to be able to make yeah. a name for yourself and get seen. Yeah, that you have to do it. Absolutely. I mean, when, when we had auditions, 
uh, and you realize just how much talent there is out there. And so, because the market is getting oversaturated, like even like teachers, they're saying they're graduating nine thousand teachers yeah. for yeah. four thousand jobs yeah. or whatever yeah. the number yeah. was, and like. The same thing is going on with acting, you know? Like, mm-hmm. there are all these actors graduated. I mean, I certainly suffered from this when I graduated. From, I felt entitled to have a job, mm-hmm. to have work yeah. in this industry yeah. that mm-hmm. you've trained for. Mm-hmm. And no one owes you anything, you know? So you, yeah. that's how you yeah. set yourself up, you know, yeah. to self-produce, self-produce, put your name out there. And become a multifaceted, multidisciplinary you know, person, yeah. right? It's actually, I think so much easier now with there are so many small theaters popping up like mm-hmm. the the red sandcastle on the mm-hmm. storefront mm-hmm. theater these these really independent theaters mm-hmm. so that it's now a little more affordable to produce a show than it was when you had to rent mm-hmm. theater Casmerai yeah. or 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 factory or something yeah. like that so it become it's it's I mean, a but that easier. that said i still think it's pretty expensive you know like uh I don't know what the rents are, but mm-hmm. I've heard various yeah. t- t- totals. But like, the part of the problem what's going on in Toronto now is that people aren't really coming out to see the shows. Not in, n- not in a big way. Like it's yeah. really like, like Fubu, like for bias for like for what us, for bias. bias. For for us, bias. bias. <laughs> no, no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I think, but I think that's a Toronto thing. I yeah, think that it is a very Toronto much. Thing. A Toronto thing. I think yeah. that it's, you know, you know I happens. actually think that there's. A, you're right. That people aren't really going to see it. Fringe is its own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little focus on that, but generally people are not going to see that independent theater, which yeah. is why some of the mid-sized and the mm-hmm. and the independent theaters are, are working have to work so hard. But I all I sometimes think that that there needs to be um, some way of there needs to be an umbrella, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in, a, in a fringe tradition, there's, there, like I know Montreal, like all the fringe festivals that I've performed in, there's sort of like, there is audience enough for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's audience, audience enough for everybody in most cities and in Toronto too. We just have to find a way to yeah. get the word out. Absolutely. Yeah, Because totally. you have your audience and mm-hmm. I have my yeah. audience. And if we were to combine yeah. into one yeah. super-powered yeah. mega so true. Yeah. audience, yeah. We would be able yeah. to get more people out. Absolutely. But we hold on to our audiences. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of it. I mean, I think also, I don't know if this is what you want to talk about. I mean, get me talking about theater. Um, yeah, no, but I mean, I feel uh, the funding, the way the funding system works, it's yeah. also very much about segregating mm-hmm. and not joining the audiences yeah. together. It's like, mm, I would like to see the possibility of what Toronto could be mm-hmm. on stage. Mm-hmm. And right now, that's not Absolutely. there. I mean, and uh, at least a portion of it should be like, hey, you know, we do live in this multicultural, yes. fascinating yeah, city. Yeah. And yet, I don't I don't see it reflected yeah. on my audience, in, uh, in the theater. Yeah. And, you and know, it doesn't make any sense. It's yeah, very strange. It is it's very, very, very strange. Because, like you said, I mean, we grew up, I grew up here, you know, and I... My, if I think about just even my circle of friends, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we're from all over the place. Yeah. And, I, you know, when I'm on the bus and I see, like, kids leaving school and they're, like, totally, you know, mishmash whoever's from wherever. And that's the thing that's so beautiful about yeah. our city. And we never see it. And, and it should be something that we use, you know, yeah. <laughs> at least to our advantage. Yeah. No. So if I can speak to my theater history for a moment. So I'm from Toronto originally, but I lived in the States for most of my uh, young adulthood, my teenage years and my young adulthood, and went to theater school. I did go to theater school. Uh, I'm one of those. Uh, but I still love you, I All thanks. But I went to theater school in the States, not here in Toronto, and then I moved back to Toronto which I people find this really strange, but by choice, uh, because I could have stayed in the U.S. and opted not to for a whole variety of reasons, many of which have nothing to do with the theater and most of which have everything to do with, you know, politics and the economy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's another podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came back to Toronto not knowing anybody, like not having a group of friends who I had gone to theater school with or who were creating or... Um, who were doing anything in the city and social media at that point wasn't where it is mm-hmm. now. 
not even by a long shot. <laughs> and it wasn't that long ago. Uh, I guess I've been back in Toronto for like seven or eight years. Me too. Yeah. So I got here and like very much wanted to create theater and people kept and was going to auditions for things and things that I wasn't interested in that I really didn't want to do. But I was going to auditions because that was what I was taught yeah. at theater school mm-hmm. is that you're supposed to go to auditions. And I didn't like any of it. And I remember I had a really brilliant like professor in theater school who, you know, we were having a conversation about like, what do you want to do with your life? <laughs> yeah. Which usually makes me want to cry. Yeah. Uh, and... I said that I really wanted to do theater. Yeah. And he told me uh, very brilliantly that it's really hard to make a living in theater, but you can make a life in theater. Mm. And so that was my takeaway that I brought to Toronto. And then I got here and I didn't know anybody and it was very hard to find ways into that community. So I think like part of why we don't see the audiences, like we don't see the audiences that reflect the cultural diversity or the people in Toronto because we don't see it on stage as well because there's these segmented groups or stylized groups that are making theater and it's everybody who's already friends with everybody That's right. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to bring it back to our friend show a little bit, like the name, you know, you enter the French lottery and you have to come up with a company name, <laughs> yeah. which is also really stressful. And so like, we went with uh, Full Circle. Because when I came back and I didn't know anybody and there were all these things going on, uh, everybody was like, you have to create your own work. You have to create your own work. And I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> because I'm an actor. And like, if in my personal philosophy of it, like theater is a team sport. Yeah. Absolutely. You can't make it by yourself no. in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. You need other people. And I don't know anybody. So like, what do you mean make your own work? And then I actually, because I was an early adopter of like Twitter, uh, and blogs and things like that, uh, ended up being the stage manager for a fringe show <laughs> that Greta was in. Yeah. Oh, see, I don't know this story. Yeah. <laughs> Which is how Greta and I met and like the community sort of yes. built out from there. But I think like that's, and I mean, here I am years later sort of perpetuating the thing that's going to be crazy <laughs> and that I'm making theater with friends, mm-hmm. but I've made new friends. And hopefully it continues to expand outwards because I think it, it does become a for us, by us, and who is us. Well, well and I think that what's interesting because you just said, okay, you're making theater with friends, but then you also made new friends. Yeah. Me. She's yeah. pointing at me. You can't see this right now. <laughs> uh, um, but it's, but, ha, but yes, you, you, so you made a new friend. I've got a whole other circle. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it grows exponentially, right? As, yeah. as you bring those new people together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I felt the same way as you because I was in New York. T- you know, also, yeah. and I came back, we came back, like, I think the same year, which is, I didn't know until right now, it's so yeah. weird, um, but, you know, it, I know what you mean, like, it was, it's really hard to plug in when you're just like, like, how do I get into this closed yeah. circle? And I don't think that it's intentionally, no, 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 of not course right. not, like, absolutely, I think, and I think it's amazing that those communities exist, sure. because, like, I love you know, I love my theater school friends still, yeah. even when we're not in the same place. But it's how do you open that up yeah. to other people, whatever that means, right? Yeah. Whether it's other other people culturally, other people that you just don't know, like other people who didn't go to theater school, uh, who have an interest, uh, you know, all of these sort of, how do we bring everybody together? Because mm-hmm. I think that's something that, like, fundamentally about theater that I appreciate. I mean, I can put my finger on what the problem is. Oh, do Yeah, no, because I think, <laughs> is, I, th- I mean, because I think that it's just really hard to produce these things. Like, it's not on my, you know, like, yeah. asking yeah. people to do a lot. And yes, like, in a ideal world, like, how wonderful to be able to invite new people all yeah. the time. Yeah. But, like, right now, I'm coordinating schedules with, like, you know, 11 different actors and stage managers and all this stuff and you need people that you know are solid there and because it's like when and I think that's one of the reasons why this situation has grown it certainly it certainly does but you know I also think and I've fallen victim to this a lot is that I've had plenty of opportunity to go see shows that have people I don't know in them, yeah. and I have not taken yeah. it. If I'm yeah. completely honest, yeah, no, you're I have right. let shows yeah. pass yeah. me by because I didn't know somebody in that cast. But mm-hmm. what could I have learned if yeah. I went to yeah. that show? It's, yeah. We are all guilty. Yeah. 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 You know, it's a collective, I mean, this is like a microcosm of the entire world. Yeah. Like, this is the problem. <laughs> is that, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, the, yes, yes, yes. But I will say, from my perspective, being like, not know, only knowing Greta, really, you know, uh, in this situation, and, and saying and putting myself yeah. out there, yeah. But, you know, 
Greta cast me. I'm a brown woman. You know what I mean? I'm almost 40. Uh, you know, there's not a hell of a lot out there, you know, at this point in time for me. And so the fact that Greta didn't think about, oh, this... she Greta didn't have any kind of, like, blinders on in terms of, like... Well, you, you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't... Like, oh, but, you yeah, know, yeah, it wasn't yeah, like that. Like, you yeah. asked me because you were like, yeah, you could do, oh, you're, this is good for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, this yeah. would be a good role for you. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Purely because of that. And I think yeah. that in terms of at least, at the very least, when we talk about the multiculturalism of Toronto and yeah. engaging more actors and people like that, in that way, I think being able, and so beautiful because it's so rare mm-hmm. in my experience, mm-hmm. to, to interact with a person that is not at all thinking about that. Who yeah. is not going, like it's not a, it's not a factor. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's the most important thing, at yeah. least for me, of course yeah. for me, but you know, to change the way it looks. You know, we yeah. can't think about it that way. We gotta yeah. be like, this is a person. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. also right? what I love about the show that Greta yeah. wrote is that it's, you know, Number one doesn't take that into consideration, but yeah. also like it's a story where and there's four characters and three of those characters happen to be women. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not a play about us being women. That's right. No. It's a play about a bunch of people and three of us happen to be women. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Which I and think is something that we also don't get to. That's see. Right. No, absolutely. It's yeah. very true. We yeah. don't see if you look at what so many of the the theater or <clears throat> theaters are, and this is the it's a. I see it on, on Twitter. It's a convers- conversations mm-hmm. that I'm following all the time. People talking about not just diversity on stage, but more women playwrights and more mm-hmm. women yeah. on the stages. Mm-hmm. And th- again, we don't see it enough. Yeah. So yeah. it's great that we are seeing a play that's not that's, that that has a lot of women in it, but is also you know about people. It's like it's just yeah. like you know because women. Our people. Well, it's so simple, right? It's so ridiculous. How often is it like, oh no, 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 no? We can't. It's a girl play. It's a girl play, or 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 prefacing an artist with female artist, or you know, oh, she's a woman director. Uh, why does that happen? Like, it's the most ridiculous thing. Like, no, can I just? I'm just. I'm a director. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I am also a woman. Yeah. But you don't go. Oh, this is the best male director. No, no, no. It's true. You You know. You say this is the best director. Oh, and she's a great female director. Yeah. Like. Yeah. 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 You know, and it's it's all so interesting. A because um, definitely in the back of my mind, well, I've been. I have been writing for on and off for years. And then, you know, obviously the Bechdel test and the idea of like, yeah. how do you create scenes that, you know, where women aren't just talking about a guy. And that is very important to me. I've always wanted to see the epic female stage fight. I never get to see <laughs> oh, that. Yes, yes. Yeah. I never get to see that, which is why, well, we can talk about it later because I want to make my, <laughs> my other point, which is, you know, that was something that I was thinking about. And then, when I, like, I know that it's not always in my power, but the kind of theater that I want to create is one that could be that potential mm-hmm. utopia of Toronto. And I think mm-hmm. what I like about these characters, and obviously it's not possible all the time, but I think it could be played by a wide mm-hmm. age yeah. range. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. A, you know, it doesn't matter what yeah. race you are. Yeah. Like, and so that totally. was something mm-hmm. that I'm yeah. really pleased with mm-hmm. in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to the stage fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, just because, you know, I'm, the, this is one of the things. Like, why write a play? Like, why write a play? Do we need another play? <laughs> you know. That is one of the questions. That is one of the questions. You know, why do we do this thing? And, like, why for me is that I'm going to get to see things that I have never seen on stage before that I've wanted to see. Yeah. And so one of those things is a really big female stage fight <laughs> that lasts for a really long time and it's really good and Louisa Zhu is an amazing fight choreographer <laughs> yeah. so there you go she taught uh, me how to spit properly yeah <laughs> it was really entertaining yeah. to watch yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you know to see these scenes where it's not about they're not two women talking about a man they're not you know and at the same time there is still a male character mm-hmm. and it's and not it's not... Um... We all seem to be on equal footing. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what's so lovely that's about right. it. Everyone is on equal footing. And no one is defined by their relationship with you know, a member of the opposite sex or even a member of the same sex. Yeah. Or even their own relationship with their own sex. Like, it's, yeah. not, it's, not, like, <laughs> yeah. it's not an issue. It's a yeah. non-issue. Yeah. 
But I think it's really interesting that that's even a thing <laughs> that we have to try to do because not that you had to like no. you specifically, but that we have something like the Bechdel test, yeah. right? Yeah. Where you're like, well, if How we're just that? writing yeah. stories from life, yeah. Um, I would say that probably. 99% of my day I spend not talking about a guy. Yeah. yeah. No, so so why is it yeah. that yeah. we have to cre- like yeah. it's, it's so crazy. It's a challenging notion that women are people. Yeah. 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 I, I know. Mean, let's let's think about the fact that if the Bechdel test was was initially written or or it was about movies. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. movies are well, yeah, financed no. largely by Old white dudes yeah, yeah. Right. who want to see old other white dudes on stage or yep. on film, yeah. and where their fantasy of women is somebody who yes. supports the white dude. Absolutely. Yeah. So it comes from you know. No, you're right. Absolutely, yeah. for and, sure. And but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are yeah. correct yeah. that you spend more of your day not talking about a guy than you do talking about a guy, and we should see that on the stage. It's yes. yeah. It's it's unbelievable, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's actually that we have we have this conversation. Yeah. Be like, yeah. yeah, that's actually a thing. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. That's it. But all that can be done at this point is that for more women to write. That's for right. More yeah. women to direct. Right. I mean, everybody is having this conversation. I just hope that it leads to some to action. work. Yes. Because, yes. You know, yes. Yes. Because I was in Quebec and I went to a conference in Montreal. And it was, you know, a panel of the grand dames of the Quebecois mm-hmm. theater and like, all, and they're saying the same thing, you know, they're, where are the young female directors? Mm-hmm. Where yeah. are the young female playwrights? I mean, they were talking about certain luminaries that they have right now, Yeah. but it's the same shit everywhere, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and, and, and exactly, I was just talking to a gentleman today, actually, before coming to rehearsal. Um, in the park, I was walking my dog. Um, but no, we had a really interesting conversation because it's like, you can, you know, you can sit and you can talk about it and complain about it and be like, oh, I wish I had this job or I wish, why can't I find a job like that? Or why all these, you can, and many, many people sit in that place and I get it. I've been there, but at some point you have to go, okay. I need to take action. Yeah. I need to do something about yeah. that. Whether yeah. that means you support a person, if you can't yourself maybe do it, maybe yeah. you just can, how, how do I support this person I know or how can I find a way to support something being made or in any way that you can um, or you make it yourself or you write it or you do whatever and it goes the same with, you know, females and also with um, ethnic people, mm-hmm. people who are yeah. from, from uh, different backgrounds and who look different. Different, different. Yeah. whatever that means. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not different, but like you know what I'm saying. Yes, non-white, I suppose, is what I'm yeah. saying. Um, but at this point, it should be we should be working to level that playing field. I don't expect somebody to write my story. Mm. I don't. I had to get to that point where I went. Oh, I'm not auditioning for the things that I want to, the stories I want to see. Well, oh, that's because I can't expect people who are not coming from my perspective <laughs> to write that story. Yeah. You have to do it yourself. You have yeah. to. Like, you, do. you do. You've got to tell yeah. your story. Yeah. That's it. You know, how can I sit here and wait for other people? Yeah. No, we've gotten... I started with, with Aisha. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, went, we, went way we totally off went way off. I do, I do... I mean, we're talking about some really great stuff, but I want to make sure that everybody gets time yes. to talk about their story. Uh-huh. And... And we will, I'm sure we'll go off track when we get to talk about it. We're good at that. Yeah. Yeah. No, everybody's good at that. And I love it. I yeah. love it. Um, Brittany, we heard a yeah. little bit about your, yeah. a little bit about your story. So I wanted to go a little bit more into that. So you were, you talked about being in the U.S. Yeah. For theater school. Yeah. Can we go a little bit behind, before that, and talk a little bit about why theater? Okay. And also, what took you to the U.S.? Oh. We'll start with the second one. Okay. Uh, I ended up in the U.S. when I was nine because uh, of my parents Mm -hmm. and my mom's job, and they decided to move to the U.S., Mm -hmm. essentially because she's a doctor, and it turns out that private health (laughs) care make more money. Yeah. Uh, So that is how I ended up in the U.S., Uh, and I think that uh, my participation in theater was perhaps sort of a reaction to that. <laughs> I was always that kid in class who was loud and had a lot of personality and I've always been opinionated and I've always been outspoken. So I, th- I feel like there were people who saw this 
as an opportunity to like channel that <laughs> and control it a little bit. And literally, I actually think that the first I was Mother Goose <laughs> of all things in a in a play in like grade four that I swear I ended up in that role because I was louder than everybody else, and so I could make myself heard. Uh, so that was sort of how it started, and I also, you know, took dance as a kid, so I was comfortable being on stage and comfortable being in front of people, and then it sort of exploded from there. I fortunately landed in, I mean, it didn't feel this way at the time, uh, but fortunately landed in a place uh, in Michigan that was a smaller community, which I wasn't thrilled about, but a smaller community that had a lot of uh, investment in amateur theater. Mm. We had a really strong community theater tradition and a really strong uh, tradition of including young people in that mm-hmm. and having shows directed by young people for young people, mm-hmm. all of those kinds of things, as well as all of our sort of schools had strong, fairly strong theater programs. Mm-hmm. So that's how I kind of got sucked in and then fell in love with it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Was it was it by sort of being like thrust into theater that you started to fall in love with it, or was it... I think it was before then. I mean, I was drawn to it before then, in that I really like through dance, I guess, and that I really loved, uh, like I loved to be on stage Mm. and I loved expressing myself. Mm. But also, I used to go when when we did still live in Toronto, we went to the opera and to the ballet, and I don't actually think I ever saw like Mm. a a straight play until I was considerably Mm. older. Mm. Um, But I was always fascinated by sort of watching that. And watching these sort of worlds be developed and then told. And I guess I really like the storytelling aspect mm-hmm. of it. Like, that's certainly something even now that still draws me to theater is the storytelling part of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I, I kind of, I was thrust into it, but I was open to the discovery of it. When did you know it was something that you were, that you wanted to do, oh. like, for your career? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was around that, like, that sort of... Uh, Grade eight, nine, kind of moment when everyone's like, pick something, pick something, oh, have to do something. Which is terrible. So stupid. Like, it's so young. Idiotic. And like, in hindsight, because I also, you know, I, I'm in theater now, but I very much have a day job and my life has taken many different directions. Yeah. Yep. But it was sort of that moment of, um, of pick something and it was sort of the only thing that I, without sounding like a jerk, like I was good at lots of things, but I didn't like doing mm-hmm. a lot of them. Yeah. And so just being good at something wasn't mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. I really loved doing it. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was sort of my moment of like, I couldn't imagine doing something else. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I guess this is a thing. Yeah. And I was fortunate to have a, a really strong group of friends who were also all a lot older than me, <laughs> who had made similar choices. Yeah. And so, so I had a lot of really good... <laughs> I was not pointing at you, <laughs> but like if the shoe I fits, I saw they were great role models, all right? Um, no, I was fortunate to watch a lot of people go before uh-huh. me and to feel like it was a possibility and then to sort of carry that forward. Uh, you mentioned uh, being somebody who, who does theater and who also has a day job. <laughs> yeah. As somebody in that position, um, <laughs> I'm wondering, because when I... Got a day job. Yeah. I had given up the theater. I was like, that's it. Fuck it. I'm done. Mm. And so that was my impetus for like getting that right. office type job. Of course, that didn't hold. It never does. But there was for a while a bit of guilt about selling out, quote unquote. Mm. For sure. Did you, did you find the same yeah. thing when you... When yeah, you got the office job. I think uh, I think it's very much the same experience. Mm-hmm. It, was, yeah. it sort of started out as a, like I don't love auditioning mm-hmm. and I don't love auditioning for things that I don't really want to do. Yeah. And I'm auditioning for things I don't really want to do. I'm not necessarily getting stuff, and I don't have any money. Yeah. So now yeah. I just have like a huge anxiety attack. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so that sort of led me back to some of the other things that I was good at doing and became you know, a pathway to having a career. And then it was a little bit, especially because I went to theater school mm-hmm. and had this concept of like, you graduate, you go, you go audition, you yes. get a job, you yeah. do this thing. Had a lot of, and like I went to a theater school that, you know, I'll be paying for my theater ex- yeah. school experience for a really long time. Uh, so I did feel kind of guilty about, not so much about selling out, but about not making use mm-hmm. of 
my education. Were and they my not talking about self-producing when you were in school? They were not. Okay. Not in, not, uh, I think, and some of this may be like the way that the program was structured. Like some of the people who I went to school with certainly had that bug, but mm. I feel like everything that I kind of did was really pushing the like, you go, you audition, etc., yeah. etc. Et I think kids who were doing, uh, we had a whole bunch of different tracks of so kids who were doing more like what was air quote considered experimental mm-hmm. theater mm-hmm. probably had a lot more exposure to the right. concept of producing or, or some of the groups that were looking at, you know, aspects of theater beyond acting, mm-hmm. uh, probably got a lot more of that. Whereas mm-hmm. those of us who I think were more focused on acting, mm-hmm. like that's the pathway you, yeah. you audition, yeah, whatever, absolutely. Uh, which is unfortunate and like totally to the detriment of, of other possibilities. Yeah. I sort of followed the same path as you because I got the, the office job but when I came back to the theater I wasn't interested in auditioning. I just wanted to make my own Yeah. Stuff. No, and that's totally that's, yeah. where I find myself yeah. now. Um, partly because I, you know, there was a small part of me that also likes my my office job mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it was important to me to do something if I was going to have a day job to do something that I didn't hate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And ideally something that had to do with the arts mm-hmm. in some capacity. You're very fortunate. Yeah, I, mean, I know, totally. Most of us, I mean, I don't hate my job, but it's not in the arts. And that sort of sometimes yeah. pains me. But well, yeah. and I sometimes think to myself, like, maybe I should let go of the arts. <laughs> yeah. Make more money. <clears throat> there is that. Uh, but I hold on to it because, you know, I, I always like the idea of doing something that I, I believe in. Mm. And, and if another opportunity that I believed in came up, I might go in that direction mm-hmm. as well. But... I seem firmly rooted in the not-for-profit world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grant, Noble. What was your, what was your uh, like, what, why theater? Why? Okay, listen. I, have, <laughs> I, I, like, I have a diary from when I was six years old where I'm like, I'm going to be an actress. And like, I, like, so, like, so, like, I, like, overdramatic, you know, like, uh, I'm going to climb the ladder. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I found it and I was like laughing. And my mother is like, you know, she's like, I'm half Norwegian, half Greek. And my mother's always like, oh, it's the Greek side of you. Here's the tragedy. You know, like, you know, like, so I always knew. And I was always like, I grew up in Toronto and like, I participated like young people's theater, Mm -hmm. the Tarragon spring training. I mean, I did all this stuff. And then I went to university to study theater studies uh, because I really wanted to go to Montreal. I thought that was like the bee's knees. And um, there I met a woman who became my mentor, mm-hmm. and Jacqueline McClintock, and I'd study mm-hmm. Meisner technique with her. And I, like, I was kind of like entered into this world where like, you know, all these professional actors, and they were like handsome and gorgeous and like amazing. <laughs> and I was like 18 and didn't know, like, <laughs> I was like in heaven, right? So, and McGill, even though it doesn't have like a conservatory program, has a like a really great um, extracurricular theater thing. So I was I directed shows. I was in tons of shows. They would bring in professional artists. Like actually, last week or two weeks ago, I met up with a director, Brian McDonald, who gave me notes on my play and like you know like really set me up for like, like it's uh, all of those people who are in the extracurricular world, not all of them, but a lot of them now have, you know, kind of careers in theater or some aspect of the arts. So, and then anyway, I know you, you didn't want to ask about my school. Anyway, I went to New York no, no, and then, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of hard, but yeah, yeah. But, uh, I went to New York and I studied at the neighbor playhouse with Meisner technique and, came back and I actually started self-producing. I was doing like film and television, but then I kind of like went back and forth. I don't know. Like I ended up here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious. Yeah. About the six-year-old girl yeah. writing in her diary. I know. I know. uh, That she wants to be an actor. Yeah. Did... How did that six-year-old girl even have the concept of being an actor? I know. It's kind of funny. I, my mother is definitely, like, into the arts. Like, I went to plays. I did that. Um, I know that my the first production that I ever went to go and see, I mean, aside from, I guess, some kid shows, it was, yeah. like, much ado about nothing. Oh, <laughs> where did 
In um, Long Island. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Weirdly, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I was pretty young. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's, you know, it's always been there. Mm-hmm. I, uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, this it's really interesting to hear about the struggle of just, like, I don't know, getting by. Like, I feel like somewhere along the way, I, I lost a few years <laughs> just trying to make money. Oh, for you sure. know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you I know. think every, yeah. yeah. And uh, you have to find, you know, how, like, and in this business, when you know you were taught that you're just your career is going to be audition, perform, yeah, audition, perform, yeah, and or work as a waiter in between. Yeah, and yeah, and I'm a terrible waiter. Time. I'm a terrible. Like oh, I, I knew that I could never I, be a waiter. I, I like I, yeah. I only like in. I, I, I was one for two weeks, and thankfully, like, I was, first of all, I was terrible. I was terrible for so many reasons, but, like, um, I had to do uh, 6 a.m. to, like, 12 p.m. shift so that I uh, could rehearse this play that I was self-producing with my friend. And so I did that for about two weeks, and, like, I couldn't remember anything. And then I um, actually auditioned for the part of a waitress, got that, and that was enough to pay my rent for Perfect. a month. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Not have to really be. I know, that's it. So I was like, you know, this is perfect, but, you know, I, it didn't continue after that. So then I was back to being broke. Yeah. But so. I think it's always that cycle as artists of. Unless you get that job, like yeah, unless yeah. there's a job, because I feel like you like if I was gonna get a job, it would have to be, like I would have to love it in some way. Like, yeah. I couldn't. But I think it's it's been a process of trying to manage different mm-hmm. uh, uh, streams of income. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I make income from so many different mm-hmm. places, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's really about juggling those balls mm-hmm. and kind of uh, understanding how to get your cash flow right because I always yeah. feel like it's a cash flow issue yeah. it's not necessarily a making money issue it's, yeah. it's more that okay I did this job and I'm not going to get paid for a month yeah. Yeah. and then like and being able to navigate that and understand how that mm-hmm. ebb and flow works yeah. you know yeah. with your many different like yeah. Of yeah, yeah I feel like that's every, every like most people in yeah. the arts you know that's kind of that's the big thing. Where big what thing. The, what you got to figure out. And yeah. I feel like the flip challenge to like having a day job, and especially if it's a day job that you do happen to like or enjoy in some respect, yeah. is is sometimes then remembering that it's supposed to be a day job. Yes. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And not letting it own your, your life. whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I went through a period of time where I, you know, my job started to take over. Yeah. And, was, and, mm. and it was like, oh, they want to promote you. They want to promote you. And yeah. you're like, oh, I could be making so much more money. Yeah. But then... You're not going to... not. I don't have yeah. this anymore. Yeah, so, yeah. And it was, for me, it was sort of the, like, I can't... I couldn't find ways to be creative because I was worried about money all the time, yeah. which is why I got the oh, day yeah. job. Mm-hmm. But then I was worried about the day job, so I wasn't being creative. Yeah. And so that yeah. was a good sign to me that I needed a different day job. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's sort of about, it's like very much about striking that balance. Yeah. Absolutely. And continuing to remind yourself to strike that balance because it doesn't, you know, that's the ebb and flow, I think, of yeah. the day job world. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. is keeping, keeping both of those things in check. In check, yeah. And also, you know, Keeping at it till you find what that is. Like, you know, yeah. you've had a different job and then you found a, de- luckily yeah. you found another yeah. job, but like being able to be open to that as yeah. well, you know? And I also think one of the challenges is you can't be in the arts and not care about it. Yes. Yeah. And so like, and, and I think that that's, that also transfers to like, I find I have a hard time doing anything without caring about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I so sort of throw yeah, that yeah, yeah. behind it, it's e- very easy for it to become sort of. Oh yeah, engrossing. It's funny how, as as so people true. in the arts, yeah. we taught ourselves that to do something, we have to love it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're in the arts, and so mm-hmm. we sort of take that into yeah. other things. That so we yeah. true. No, 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 it's so oh true. God. I know. I've, I have a friend who is an accountant, and uh, you know what's interesting is that uh, he doesn't ask that his job provides him anything more than just you know paying the bills mm-hmm. and yeah. allowing yeah. him yeah. to do what he wants with the rest of his life, right? And yet somehow in the arts, we demand that it's we... It's so like, true. You know, I never yeah, thought of it yeah, that yeah. way. That is so 
True. Yeah, like who who yeah. who, who says? Most people who says? they're doing a job so that they can then go yeah. and have a great yeah. time, or they're yeah. gonna then go and have a vacation. Yeah, yeah. When was the last time I had a fucking vacation? <laughs> <laughs> you know. No, because I actually think there's a lot of people who feel the same way that might not be in the arts. Yeah. Um, because I mean, my girlfriend is a career coach, and she yeah. um, talks to people all the time oh, yeah. who hate their job. Yeah, right. yeah, and teaches them how to find a job. They want to <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right, right. You know, it's not uncommon, but I think that in the arts we do it more than yeah, others. yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's not a question of hate; it's just not yeah. asking that yes. you love yeah. it, that your that job gives you that. Like even like you, you were saying earlier, that your job fulfill you. Yeah, right? that yeah. can't be the thing in your life that fulfills you. Mm-hmm. And I think like something that I struggled with when I went to theater school was, you know, in high school theater was what I did that I loved, and like that was my you know, hobby for better or worse. And then I got to theater school and all of a sudden it was my job. Yeah. And then how do I find something? Oh, how it's do I find very another different. outlet yeah. so that I I can remain, you know, a relatively relatively sane. Did you person. find that in theater school? Uh because I didn't. I don't know that I found it in theater school. Like I think <laughs> it took me yeah, I think it took me it took me considerably longer. Yeah. But it, I had some awareness about yeah. it in theater school. Yeah. That I was like, I need something else. Oh my god, yeah. So that I don't yeah. lose my mind. I, it's so, it's that, it's, oh my gosh, this, this is really funny because, you know, you think these things, you don't know that other people are thinking this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I'm just having one of those moments. This is because, one of the advantages of doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, oh, yay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Which very, is great for yeah. Yeah. oh, it's very, very yeah. nice. But um, it's interesting because I always said this when I, about dancing uh, because people are like, oh, you know, you know, why didn't you, whatever, why didn't I go further? I was a professional dancer, but my body was shot, so I actually couldn't. But along with that, I also knew at a fairly young age, I mean, dancing is a young profession, but probably around 20, 21, I had my own dance company. But I knew that my brain wasn't the same as the dancers I knew who were incredibly amazing and successful Mm -hmm. and could go and audition and and do all and be really good at it. And it's not just about, and I think the same goes for with acting, it's not just about your talent, your ability, yeah. like all those things. You have to have a certain mindset. And I understood from a relatively young age that my brain didn't operate in the same way. Like I didn't want to think about dance all the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to live it, breathe it 24 mm-hmm. hours a day. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I wanted to go and do it and then talk about something else and yeah. like do something else. Mm-hmm. And the dancers I knew when I was training weren't like that. And I was yeah. like oh, I need something else. Like, it was this moment yeah. of, like, I can't just be this one person. Yeah. Another uh, another gem from Peter. I had, like, so many great poll quotes. Yeah. Write them down. Be a publicist for NYU. <laughs> yeah. uh, another, like, great piece of wisdom was, like, when you're making a decision, and this came in, like, the business of acting <laughs> of course, moment, yeah. Yeah. it was, like, always err on the side of your life. Yeah. No, it's good advice. That's that's really good advice. That is good advice. We should all probably take more often. (laughs) And like, easier said than done. Sure. But it's the kind of thing where like, it's also like those life experiences and that part of your brain that doesn't want to think about dance all the time. Those are what make you an interesting artist. Yeah. 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 I know. (laughs) 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 Well, it's life, right? Because I, I, the amount of times... Uh, friends of mine, like close friends of mine, you know, you get those looks from from them sometimes over the years, over like twenty years of me fumbling yeah. around, yeah. like oh, I don't know what I'm doing, like yeah. fumbling around, being poor, being like all these like, from my siblings, from whoever. And then you go, wait, wait a minute, all of it made me way better. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? You go, I'm a, I know for a fact that I'm a way better actor yeah. because of the 20 years I spent yeah. fumbling around in the dark yeah. and, and being depressed yeah. and be, yeah. you know, doing all the whatever I had to do. That makes me good at what I do. Yeah. Yeah. And people, I, I teach young people and I'm always kind of trying to tell them these things we don't get told those things. Yeah. No one tells us that truth. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That that actually your life is going to make you better. Yeah. So that piece of advice you got is... I mean, yes. So that you can, reg- like, have no regrets as a human. That's right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Because you don't know where it's going to take you. Yeah. And probably yeah. it's going to take you to a better and more interesting place. Absolutely. But that's a, that's a really hard thing yeah. to it's, put into Yeah. Yeah. 
But if it's just there, like the fact that you just had that, I think that's so beautiful. Because yeah. even though when you're young and you're to- you're get you get told these yeah. beautiful things, yeah. pearls of wisdom, you don't always you know right away obviously okay great and I, now I yeah. got it. Yeah. But it, if it's at the very least marinating there somewhere then as you travel on your journey you kind of remember it you go oh oh right yeah Yeah. for sure yeah so great it's the things that stick with you yeah yeah moments yeah Yeah. so not to freak you guys out but i mean we're in june (laughs) oh i'm like what what (laughs) and which means that toronto fringe festival is don't give us a count i'm not gonna give you a count it's not that far off no true so can you guys name like one of the the what was a, a challenge that you faced in putting this show together aside from writing it, um, which I know is a challenge from it's a challenge writing mm. things. Um, putting this show together, can you guys name something that was your your biggest challenge that you're happy you got through? And this is not probably what you're looking for, but I <laughs> no, will say I will say, say yeah. that. Uh, at this point right now, I feel publicity and getting mm-hmm. uh, the word out there is the biggest uh, challenge Absolutely. for me because I feel very confident in my actors. Mm-hmm. I'm living out my yeah. own dreams <laughs> seeing this show. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I know that I'm going to be sitting in the audience laughing and enjoying myself. So, you know, there we go, you know. <laughs> But I would like people to come to the show, <laughs> and uh, we haven't hired a publicist, so um, you know that's that's my biggest challenge. I mean, mm. I feel so lucky that like people just they come out of the woodwork to help you to do things. Well, yeah. Greta is also really good at building community. Oh, am I? Oh, you are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say like Greta when she started teaching acting, taught acting in her living room, which is where we sit. Yeah. <laughs> Intermission Mag liked some of my tweets, and so. And uh, what about? Uh, I mean, you sent out your press release. Obviously, yeah. you got all that yes. stuff yeah. going. Um, and like I've I've done uh, some fringe festivals myself from Montreal, Toronto, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Calgary, and I cannot stress word of mouth and yeah. talking to people. Yeah. yeah. Like if if you do, if I didn't talk to people in the line they were not coming yeah in in the lineup okay i not can do like, that absolutely yeah do i can know, do that do you know jen rolls no you heard of jen I, rolls? Have, I have yes watch him yeah because he will not stop oh really he will walk from venue to venue and talk to his talk i to can do that himself. i can do that you can do that you can we'll do, do it all together yeah, yeah I can and do that's that. better yeah, I think I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know you can do that. I think I know you I can do like that. I feel like all of these. I think I should be juice and do that. Yeah, yeah. I should be like, Toronto you need to come to the show. Yeah, it's such a great yeah. show. Toronto yeah, French lineup should be uh, should be prepared to see the three of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> a really good idea. That's a great Phil. piece of advice. Thank yeah. you. Because yeah. we're all, we're, I think we're all just like. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm on your team over here, Greta. Yeah, I also feel. Very, you know, oh, you know, how, how do we, yeah, you know, uh, like, how do, yeah. it feels like this big foggy ball yeah. of stuff I don't know how to navigate. Yeah. yeah. See, I think for me, like, it's been the whole process up to this point, and every, whatever, whatever piece of it we're on in the moment mm-hmm. seems like the most daunting part of it. <laughs> and then we check it off. Yeah. And we move on to the, to the next, next thing. One. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I likewise have faith in the team, so I feel like mm. it's all, it's all yeah. going to happen. But I think, like, uh, I will say just because writing the show and all of that and just getting ourselves sort of organized, all of that like pre-production work that we're now able to fall back mm-hmm. on a little bit now that we've started rehearsing in, mm-hmm. in depth, uh, like all of that yeah. was a lot to to make it through. Yeah. 
What venue are you guys in at the Toronto Theater Pass Marai. In the main space. Nice. Yep. And what's your opening day? June 30th. Oh. What? That's a good day. Oh, I was going to say, I can't go. That's what I was feeling. I'm counting on you, Phil. Phil, 815. 815? Yeah. That's a great slot. It is a good slot. That is a great slot. I want to remind everybody that, like, the next day is a stat holiday, so, like, you can sleep in if you're, you know, perhaps over-served at the beer tent. Totally. Yes. Yes. That's very important. Do you mind if I just plug the other show? Because it's okay, but I just... Just so you know, this fascinating exploration of World War One and Dadaism oh, is right. happening at 10 p.m. at Passmurai Main Space, just one show after another. So I'll be directing my first full-length shows, and they are premiering one after the other. I know. It's called Goodbye to All That. It's, uh, it's, it's fantastic. It's, yeah, it's not yeah. nerve-wracking at all to have them both on the same. Yeah, no, I know. It's not. It's not at yeah, all. Yeah. Um, I asked my mother if she would watch both shows, and she said, well, I sat through Wagner, and so eight hours of that, I can sit through anything. Oh <laughs> I, I don't really. That is yeah. awful. Like, I'm not. I think your only option is to take that as some kind of compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's That's it. That's it. So, uh, that's we'll, amazing. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. June 30th is going to be a that's a big day. Yeah. It is. I'm excited. It's a big day. I'm excited to see that show. Yeah. I'm excited to finish our show and, yeah. and get my ass in the seat. Yeah. That is good. That's I'm very excited. rare to be able to finish I, the show and go straight into How exciting is that? Yeah. And then and then it's a staff holiday the next day. Yeah. So, so we after the two yeah. shows we oh can be God. like just ah! up. You would yeah. have earned it. Yes. yes. I'm excited. Holy holy bejeebers. I've got the easiest job in the whole crew over here. Why Definitely. is that? How do you say? I because I just have to come and <laughs> and act and leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, why is this? Yeah. Well, that's not, I mean, other than I mean, some promotion. I get that, yeah. but like in terms of, I mean, honestly, you guys are both. You have a lot of hats. There. <laughs> I have a, a. I have very few hats yeah. that I'm wearing. That's all I'm saying. But you wear them very well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Well, this is great, you guys. I'm sorry, but we're, we're basically out of time. This okay. has been an amazing conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.